Welcome to another episode of the M3 podcast, usually with your host, David Sterling, who's away this week. So myself, Brandon, and Dallas are running, taking the reins this week. Uh, this is a show about all things media, so films, TV shows, comics, mangas, animes, games, uh, all things like that. So if these kind of topics interest you, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please leave lots of nice reviews for us on your favorite podcasting platforms. And uh, yeah, let's get into today's episode. So what do we got on the menu today? Well, I first want to start off. This is my first time using the OBS recording software. So if any of this goes south, it's all my fault. Don't blame anyone else. And now yeah. that's out of the way, <laughs> I, I, I want to start this off a little bit by talking about our weekends. What'd you get up to? Oh yeah, for sure. I actually uh, this weekend I I watched the newer like Mortal Kombat movie, which is conveniently one of the things I wanted to talk about this week. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And then also I I kind of like splurged a bit and bought uh, a new like microphone headphone setup thing that I'm using right now. <laughs> yeah, I noticed it's not the like little AirPod type wired thing, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I was I don't know. I I, I it's been so long since I like bought anything so i figure like i don't know get something cool yeah so originally I, I got I was this training. nice like oh you're <laughs> yeah and it wasn't working so now i'm actually just using my built-in microphone so you're gonna sound amazing good, yeah but when uh davis edits all this stuff you're gonna sound amazing and i'm gonna just be like kind of shit to be honest so like so how's it going like yeah, we're exactly. recording this in a drive-thru <laughs> drive-through speaker yeah social distancing through uh, a wendy's drive-through so yeah so that was my weekend but how about yours oh man this this is where mine gets a little bit more interesting this is really why i wanted to bring this up i had a car catch on fire so, okay, so how, how did that happen <laughs> so i was driving my 1968 monaco you know 383 big block an old dodge right and at some point there was a backfire and then smoke started coming out of the hood. Open up oh. the hood, and there's a fire. So first thing wow. I think of doing, I take off the air cleaner because it's on fire, which I'm yeah. surprised I didn't burn myself because I didn't do the little screw at top. My cat's touching. You did all this barehanded. Yeah. And then wow. I was freaking out, and I had two full cans of the large Red Bulls. <laughs> so I tried dumping <laughs> those on the fire. Oh my god. It actually spread the fire, so that was not a good idea. Um, oh no you gave the fire wings yeah i did <laughs> that's good um but then i remembered i had a bunch of water in the trunk because i had an overheating issue previously so dumped all the water oh. on and eventually the fire went out but yeah the engine's probably not going to be running for quite a while oh so, no yeah i had to get a tow truck bring it home so that was unfortunate but what was the car fine like for a while already or was it having issues that kind of led up to that uh for the whole day it was really hard to start oh it, but just just for that one day it was hard to start and then yeah it happens i guess so eventually i'll fix that but it'll be a little bit yeah. a little bit of an ongoing project a little bit yeah all, everything i own is a project at this point <laughs> all right i'm i'm glad i got my little story out there uh, besides that, I also had my cat pull the heater out of a fish tank, which is 
doesn't seem to make sense because the heater is large and heavy, but it's the only oh, thing wow. I can think of is he pulled it out. So Yeah, because it's not like the fish pulled it out. No, fish are like trying to headbutt the heater out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised your cat went for the heater instead of the fish. I think he grabbed the, the electrical cord at the back or something and was like oh, messing see, with it and then pulled it out. Yeah. Yeah, is that yeah, cat, Cats are fun. Anyways, so you mentioned Mortal Kombat. So did you actually watch it? I actually watched it. Yeah, it it, uh, it it came out in theaters, but it also came out on like early home release. On like, I have like Telus TV here, so okay. sometimes I watch those things too. Um, Did it? Cost but I'm sure extra it's on some other or... like. Uh, their their release things are like twenty five bucks, so it's like pretty much like going to the theater for two people. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, you should have ordered some like Cineplex popcorn and everything, and done like the whole night. That would have been cool. Oh yeah, I haven't had movie theater popcorn in like forever now. It feels like. <laughs> yeah, well, me neither. I don't even remember the last movie I saw. Yeah, in theaters, uh, right? Right. Yeah, in theaters. Like, man, that was yeah. That was well over a year ago now. Well over a year. I know, but let's. Uh, mm. We're being saved by streaming services and. And home releases, I guess. We are. I'm so happy about Disney adding that Star TV. That just was amazing for me. Oh, yeah. It it seems like Disney is slowly pulling in more IPs and stuff, too. So they're... All the big players just keep getting bigger. I just smudged my glasses somehow, so don't mind me while I just... No issue. No (laughs) issue there. Yeah. I know the people just listening and not not watching the video are uh, really upset by my smudged glasses. So I'm cleaning it up mainly for them. Exactly. They, can hear, they can hear the smudge. They can hear the smudges. You sound <laughs> distorted through the smudges. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I watched that movie and um, <laughs> my, my wife was sitting on the couch with me and was like, Oh, okay. I'll give it a chance. Less than like five minutes. in, she's like, this is so dumb. And just like got up and like did her own thing. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, but like it was, I'm I'm more into like video games and stuff. So like, if you're going into that movie like not really knowing about Mortal Kombat or like not having played any of the games and stuff, you're probably not really gonna enjoy yourself. But I enjoyed myself watching the cool fight scenes and seeing the characters at least. Yeah, I uh, I used to the arcade at my parents' campground when I was a kid had Mortal Kombat, so I used to hit the joystick and the buttons and. I'm pretty sure it's Mortal Kombat. It's like the joystick and two buttons, right? It's like a punch and a uh, kick. Probably. That, mm. that was pretty much like all the fighting games back then, though. So. Yeah. yeah so. Mortal Kombat was definitely like one of the bigger ones. So you yeah, I'm pretty sure it was that. I, I love that yeah. game. Was, I think there might have been a jump button, too, or maybe you upped. I don't remember how that worked. It was, a, it was fun. But that's my experience <laughs> there, so... Nice, nice. Yeah, what are the yeah, characters called? Great. Main character names. Uh, there's like Scorpion and Sub Zero and like Johnny Cage, Goro, Sonya Blade. <laughs> any of those names ringing any bells? Sonya? Is that like a Viking girl? No, she is like a blonde girl who wore like uh, I guess like pretty much bright green workout gear. <laughs> ah, no. And not expecting. That. It was uh, not like. I think that first Mortal Kombat game was uh, unique in that it used like 
like live action actors to uh, kind of like rotoscope the animations in the games. So like, it looked like you had real life people fighting in the game just because of how they like recorded their moves and stuff. So that's cool. Yeah, that was kind of like Mortal Kombat's big deal back then, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then this this movie kind of like had a, quite a few of the original characters, which is which is pretty cool. Um, the acting and stuff, though, as far as like a standalone movie, was not that great. Um, and the scores on like IMDb and whatever kind of reflects that. <laughs> but yeah, that's reasonable. That uh, yeah, I well, I'll see it eventually. I'm not gonna pay twenty five dollars for it, honestly. Just no, no, no. I would not recommend anyone pay that. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first, folks. Not yeah. Wait till you can, I don't know, like get it on discount or something or stream just, it somewhere eventually. It'll be, it'll be Netflix for you one day and that'll be good enough for me. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. So have you seen any other cool movie trailers lately? Or? Uh, I haven't seen too many new movie trailers that I can think of lately other than like, uh, like we, I think... Uh, like from last week's episode, I think you guys talked about like the newer Fast and Furious trailers. Yeah, we um, talked about that. Yeah, and then the week before, I think we talked about New Suicide Squad, or maybe the week before that. Yeah, but yeah. like I haven't kept up with many movie trailers lately, and uh, even like I think one of my online friends somewhere down in the states went to the movie theater, wherever they're still allowed to go to movie theaters, and said like Mortal Kombat was like the only new thing out they felt like watching i guess wow. uh so so it's kind of slim pickings right now i think too bad we're not horror movie people because i bet you there's just a ton of those getting pounded out oh yeah i i my wife's like super into the horror movies so i've seen like a few of them with her but it's she hasn't like really uh mentioned any like good looking new ones lately so i don't know uh there was some like a horror series on Netflix, but it's in Spanish and it's about like real life ghost stories things. Uh, so That's she... cool. I yeah, like <laughs> I like the real life. My uncle actually got a a story published in the Canadian Ghost Stories book, like the one from the nineties. Oh really? Yeah, I know. I haven't I heard about that, but that's cool that he like yeah, got something in there. Well, my family's from Drumhiller, so it's all like abandoned mines and all that creepy stuff, right? Yeah, ghost dinosaurs and whatnot. Ghost dinosaurs, yeah, probably. Enough skeletons you, everywhere. So, do you remember what his story was, or no? I never read it to be honest. Oh, you never read it? No. You're just like, oh, cool, cool story, Uncle. <laughs> well, my dad told me about it when I was a kid, and then I just never really got to experience it. I guess, or by the time yeah. I was old enough to care about reading stuff, like I don't know where to find that book. My dad doesn't have yeah. it. Yeah. My uncle lives yeah, in fair. like nova scotia land or something now i don't know just way over there new brunswick maybe yeah. i think it's new brunswick yeah 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 but i think uh, uh the wait you had you had two topics for today right the, i did i did okay and then i had two topics for today which we've already touched on one but maybe we've already kind of been through one but maybe let's overview the four just so we know uh where where we are and where we're going all right well i'm gonna bring up Wait, you want to do just overview? Because we can do that. Yeah, maybe we'll do overview first. And like, we kind of already talked about Mortal Kombat, yeah. uh, which I wanted to do. So maybe we'll do like one of yours next and then one of mine. And then I actually, yours. I sent you a few, just not just one. So uh, on, on my list, I have 
Ronnie from the Jersey Shore on his allegations of being arrested. So he he was in jail. He's out on a $100,000 bail. And then my next one is a Kanye West piece about his shoes. And then uh, Jason Statham has a new movie called Wrath of Men. And it actually looks insanely good. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for that one. No, I've, I haven't even heard about it until like now. Hey, let's do one of those trailer things he always does. Okay. Wow. That's uh, your stereotypical action movie now, isn't it? Beauty. Okay, that's close. So, <laughs> what do you think of that movie? My first thought was like, hey, it's Post Malone. <laughs> yeah! He was one of the bad guys, wasn't he? The tattoo yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. can't confirm that for sure, but he looked exactly like Posty, that's for sure. That's the, I'm pretty sure it's Post Malone. Yeah, that's mm. and I love how like the the music is synced with uh like the gunshots and the reloading yeah. sounds and stuff. An old Johnny Cash song. That's that was a good, good click. I lo I love the just gun violence like movies. Reminds me of like '80s action movies. Yeah, so hype. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Every Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, or Bruce Willis movie ever. Yeah, now it's Jason Statham. Take like uh, taking that that same role. Yeah. Well, he was in Expendables even. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think actually, I think the first Expendables uh, that I watched in theaters, I think that was like the first movie that I watched in a theater that compelled me to like stand up and clap. Yeah. <laughs> in <a> theater. <laughs> There's like so much action. I'm like, wow. I've I feel like I'm overflowing with testosterone after watching this I, movie. I get that. That's. I think a lifetime goal for every young aspiring action star would be to be in an Expendables movie. Yeah, right? Because like, it's just like all the action tropes fused together and then like amplified to the max. Like you look at Liam Hemsworth, like the, the mini Chris Hemsworth, right? The one that used yeah. to date Miley Cyrus or whatever. Now he was the guy who got murdered at the beginning of one of the Expendables movies. <laughs> <laughs> and like... I don't know about him personally, but I was him. That would be my most proud moment in my movie career. A hundred percent. Just yeah. big action stars. I got Sylvester Stallone here, Bruce Willis here, Arnold over here smoking on a stogie. Like, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be an actual dream come true. If you, if you die in a movie like that, it's going to be a, a very happy death. Yeah. that's Man, you know how many girls are probably seeing him die for his country on tv and we're just like oh this guy's kind of cute look at that <laughs> yeah i think the first uh mistake there is you're assuming girls are watching the expendables oh you know what <laughs> you're right they aren't so yeah but at least like all the guys wish that they were you oh yeah 100 percent. like action star that would be i think if you were going to be a rich, famous actor, you know, tons and tons of movies, what genre would you be interested in? Oh, like if I got to star in the movies? Yeah, yeah. You're the lead actor in whatever genre you want. What do you want your number one genre to be? Oh, totally action movies. Exactly. Yeah. Action and movie then, like, killer. Yeah, and if you can do like 
maybe not all your own stunts, but like half of them so that you like still get to experience some like adrenaline rush, but you're not really putting your life on the line. That'd be oh, cool. Yeah. I love that. I love uh, like Burt Reynolds. He used to be a stuntman. I'm pretty sure Lee Majors was also who just turned 82 years old. If you know who Lee oh, wow. Majors is, maybe Six Million Dollar Man or Colt Seavers. Colt Seavers. Uh, Colt <laughs> Do you know that the fall guy? No, no, no. It just it just sounds old. Though. <laughs> wow, it's a, it's about uh, it's a TV series, Colt Seavers. Oh, okay. It's okay. back when or um, it's called the Fall Guy. It was back when he was married to yeah. Farrah Fawcett, like one of the original Charlie's Angels. Was his wife in real life at the time? Oh, so he okay, was a okay. big buff Hollywood movie star, and he had this. Oh. His first big role is probably the Six Million Dollar Man, which everyone's heard of at some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's we, the we, we can, can rebuild him. We, we have the technology. Yeah. You nailed yeah. that. And then his other role was uh, Colt Seavers in The Fall Guy, and he was a Hollywood stuntman. He had big jacked up truck, you know, did all these crazy jumps all the time. But he was a Hollywood stuntman by day, and then a bounty hunter by night. So in between wow. movie gigs, he would like go and hunt bounties. Guess a uh, stuntman doesn't pay the. Bill. No, those days. <laughs> no, just 80s. The simplicity of 80s movie, or TV shows is amazing. I know, right? You can just like, oh, okay, yeah, that story totally makes sense. Yeah, and he never, he always had a like revolver on him, but it wasn't ever a real one. It was a movie one, so it didn't actually shoot real bullets. It was like a prop oh. gun, but he would always use his prop gun, and all the time, bad guys would be like, ha ha ha, I'm gonna kill you with your own gun, and then he would. Fake dying because he's a stuntman. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was his thing all the time. Wow, 1981 to 1986, that series ran. It looks like it is a gem. If you ever get the chance to watch an episode or two, it is a gem. And his uh, sidekick is his nephew, who like went to Harvard or something to become a lawyer and dropped out because he wants to become his famous uncle's manager. Even though he finds out his uncle isn't famous, he's just a normal stunt man. And then yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. he has an apprentice stunt woman, Jodie Foster. Wait, that don't quote me on that. Jodie is definitely her name in the show. Foster's yeah. wrong. But so her <laughs> little apprentice lady, Jodie. So she helps. She's a stunt woman. She's you know, always wearing like nice perky shirts and little outfits and stuff. So. Oh, Heather Thomas yeah. was the actress Heather of Jodie Banks. Jodie Banks, yes, that's what it was. God, that was a good show. Nice. <laughs> I feel like in these '80s shows, <laughs> there's always someone with like the nickname Kid in like their middle name. Like it's Douglas Barr as Howie Kid Munson. Yeah, yeah, Howie Munson. Because uh, the entire show, it's Cold Seaver's nephew, right? And he's always like, "All right, come on, kid, let's go, kid." What are you doing down there, oh, kid? Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. Those movies are wow. great. You want to see something creepy? There was a, they're not creepy. A stuntman related. Yeah. So Burt Reynolds was in a stuntman movie called Stroker Ace. Now, hmm. if you look up the movie Stroker Ace, look at his. Uh, you gotta look it up now. I don't know if okay, I'm, I'm Davis can bring up a picture here. Uh, if he can, that's cool. Yeah. I'll describe it. In, I'm sorry. Uh, it's Hooper. It's Hooper. 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 Not Stroker Ace. Hooper? Stroker. Yeah. Stroker Ace was his NASCAR movie. Hooper was a stuntman movie. Oh, so Hooper Ace or just Hooper? Just, just Hooper. Okay. And you look up his co-star, Jan Michael Vincent. 
Now look him up. Okay. So Hooper is the movie, and his co-star was Jan Michael Vincent. Jan Michael Vincent yeah. is Delmore Ski Shidsky. Yeah, so he's a, he's a attractive okay. young man, right? Okay. Look him up now. Uh, wait, I have a picture of Jan Michael Vincent in 1996, who kind of looks like uh, Fabio's like less jacked brother. Yeah, well, try uh, look him up like... 2000 and something okay okay let's see uh oh yeah there's some classic photos of him he's like a good looking guy yeah uh but then his wait is wait 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 wait. is 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 he like blind in one eye or something he had yeah he's missing a leg now he's an old man he he had a drug problem oh wow yeah he uh not looking so good Exactly. I'm gonna pull it up. I, I. Speaking of sidekicks, I was gonna say the actor who seems to be playing Jason Statham's sidekick in uh, the Wrath of Man trailer, I recognize him from this Netflix series, which was about I think like the, uh, which it was like a new unit in the FBI, and he was like heading this department, uh, to talk to like serial killers or something. Have, have oh, do you know what series I'm talking about? Mindhunters, right? Yeah, Minehunters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Minehunters. He is. He's uh, the Jason old guy. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I was like, oh, that's the dude from Minehunters. Sweet. Except he's not the main guy this time. He's like the sidekick guy this time. Yeah. Sorry, I got the picture. Yeah, but I thought he was a good actor. And uh, yeah, and, and Scott Post Malone too. So bonus points for uh, Street Cred. Right here. Anyone who wants oh, to see Oh, now you got it. Right here, let's make me invisible. Look at him, then and now, Jesus. Big difference. Huge difference. Nice abs and like jacked young heartthrob. And this is why you don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. All right, now I'm gonna bring you back on Messenger. I'm getting so good at this. Nice. Are, are you just using uh, OBS by the I'm way? I'm just like using just OBS. Yeah. OBS. Okay. Using OBS, uh, Delgado Cam Link capture card, my Canon SL2. Fancy. Yeah, well, it's the cheapest capture card you can get. It's for streaming. It's apparently not ideal for anything else. Oh, de- oh, okay. How much was that capture card, if you don't mind me asking? $129. Oh, okay. I, I just bought... Because I was going to also get a Delgado because I also do some streaming. But then, like, the models that I was looking at were, like, at least 300 And I'm like, damn, I don't want to pay those, 300 bucks. Those ones are the good ones that have multiple inputs and outputs. This one's just, like, a one input. Okay, so. yeah. that's. I ended up getting a single input one from Fosco Max. Ooh, I have what, no idea. What'd that run you? It was like 70, 70 bucks, but from my testing so far, it looks good. So this one's supposed to work on 4K, so I can do 4K okay. in theory, which I I don't even have my camera set to 4K right now. So oh yeah, yeah, and then I'm I was just gonna use it for my Nintendo Switch, which which only outputs 720p anyway. So hmm. really, that's it? I would have expected more, to be honest. Yeah, I I think that was most people's like major issue with the Nintendo Switch was the like that resolution that it outputs is is pretty low hmm. compared to like PlayStation and Xbox. But yeah, so I uh, last 
game console I bought new was a PS3, and I didn't really play it much, so not oh, really. Oh yeah, actually, not a gamer. yeah. Before, before twenty. 19 2018 the last console i bought was like a ps2 so i had a big gap in my console stuff for a while too but yeah i've i've just been trying to get more into it lately because uh yeah i'm i don't think i don't think we uh really like had a formal introduction besides just like in the facebook messenger stuff yeah but i'm, I'm a software developer trying to like Look, not in the games industry, but trying to just learn more about the games industry on my own. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I listened to not the last episode, but the first like three you did, I listened to. But I, I did. Oh, not, okay. Cool. I did not catch the last one. I'll be honest there. Oh yeah, no worries. Yeah, I, I kind of just like uh like skimmed through bits and pieces of all the of, of all the episodes too. I get a lot of so. stuff cut for being inappropriate. So. <laughs> Uh yeah, like like rule thirty rule thirty four. It's rule okay. Rule thirty four. It yeah, <laughs> that's that should be a shirt for the channel. Rule thirty four happens. <laughs> yeah. We need merch. We're gonna get some merch. Yeah. and make it merch. all funny, in, hilarious yeah. stuff. Link in the description. Link 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 in bio, guys. Check yeah, out our m three dot shop. I don't think uh, uh you actually. I think there's quite a few online store service thingies where they're like they just make it to order so you don't necessarily like have to be anybody to start selling anything yeah. at any time yeah well teespring will do it internationally but i've been told it's not the great disc quality uh and then oh, really? there's a youtuber called whistling diesel now he started a company that makes merch for youtubers and stuff and i've heard his oh, stuff okay. is pretty good quality but i don't 100 yes. percent know how that functions yeah, I can figure it out eventually. Yeah. Uh, but maybe we should get back to our like topics again. <laughs> this is your job, right there. All right. Yeah. You you want to go for another topic, or do you want me to hit another one? Uh, yeah, sure. If we're if we're all done with uh, the Wrath of Man, we can. I guess. I go, like that movie. And... That was good. Yeah, it looked really good. Just uh, regular old action. All right. Let's get yeah. one from you, and then I'll give you another. one. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So my next topic that I had for today is, uh, so are you familiar with Pokemon Snap? At I all? loved it as a kid. Yeah. On Nintendo 64. So, on Nintendo 64. Yeah. yeah. That one came out like 1999. Um, and there's a new version coming out like this Friday, April 30th, I think, uh, for the Nintendo switch with like all these new upgrades and stuff. Uh, not like I think the original Pokemon Snap only had about sixty or seventy out of like the original one fifty Pokemon that you could see, but the new one has like I think about two hundred out of seven hundred plus Pokemon oh, that there are now. That's so a it's lot still, better. yeah, still a lot missing, but you have a lot of a lot of opportunity to take fancy Pokemon pictures, and uh, yeah, it it looks really good, and uh, I'm looking forward to like streaming it on on twitch with my new fancy capture card so we'll see how that goes I, yeah, I remember yeah. the original the original you could beat in like two or three hours if you just like i was too young to be the... that good at video games no but like i don't think you even had to be that good it's just like because in the game you're you don't really do anything but take pictures and like it automatically moves you through the levels it does, so if yeah. you just take enough pictures you move to the next level yeah 
I and I think they only really flute, had though. about like two or three hours. You had to use a pokey flute at some point. Yeah, yeah. There's like, yeah. There's those different things. Yeah, different kind of gadgets and stuff that you can use to get different pictures and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been too long since I played the original, so I don't even remember if there was pokey flute. But I know there's like, I think they have new gadgets in the new Pokemon Snap that you can use. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, looking forward to playing that one, especially because um, I'm a bit of, like, a nerd for Pokemon stuff in general, um, and the last couple of years have been kind of a letdown in the Pokemon world for me. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. So this one seems kind of like a, a ray of hope for Pokemon fans out there because a lot of a lot of us weren't too happy with Pokemon Sword and Shield that came out last year. It was like the first title that kind of, that came out on Nintendo Switch, so there was like the first mainline title, so there was kind of things to iron out. Uh, some were hits, some were misses. Yeah, so yeah, we'll we'll see how this one goes. That's the yeah. There's there's always hits and misses in new video game consoles, and whenever they want to try something new, also like I I too used to be a huge Pokemon fan. I was even in the trading card game league where you go and compete. I got third in oh, really? Edmonton for my age category. Third place no in the way. whole city, yeah. For uh, 10 and, like, it was like 16 and under, 12 and under, or something like that. I was a kid, right? And yeah, I used to do, love... Do you, do, you, uh, do you still include that, like, on your resume? I should, hey? Third yeah. in Edmonton. That, that would yeah. be... <laughs> I should, I, Tinder bio, right there. Oh, Tinder bio, yeah, definitely. When I was 10 years old, I got third place in the Edmonton... Uh, Pokemon trading card game championships. So yeah, you could be like you may have you may have heard about people who peak in high school, but have you ever heard of someone who peaked at, at 10, ten years old from winning a Pokemon card tournament? Oh my god, I I was so happy at the time. My name used to be on the website, and uh, oh, for Pokemon trading card game um series, how it worked yeah. back then, hundred percent could be yeah, different yeah. now. Every time yeah. you entered an event or competition or whatever, you got points. And then you could bring up the list of points. And so in the long run, I was third in the city after the championship. And, and then you could go to like the province where I was like 40 or whatever. And then the country, and I was yeah. like 100. I was like 1,500 or 15,000 in the world. Like I was way down when you go to world standings. But it was super yeah. cool at the time. Like I was, I was 10. That's and, super cool even yeah. today. Yeah, that's awesome, man. <laughs> I, I bet you that right now, shit's way more extreme. 100%. Oh, probably. Have you heard about, like, I think there's been, like, a recent, like, rise in popularity again of, like, Pokemon cards, mainly for, like, the value that people oh um, yeah have attached to them now. Yeah, Logan yeah. Paul opens those boxes all the time where he makes a million dollars on an original first edition box of Pokemon cards. Oh yeah, I, I heard about him doing that. I, I think that my first exposure to like the more recent wave in like the popularity of Pokemon cards was Max Mofo. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's like this us he's like this Australian dude who who just like swears all the time and like just memes everything that he does and opens these cards. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's, really entertaining to watch. <laughs> it's it's a big money game right now, so that's it's super cool. Those yeah, and NFTs. That's like the two biggest the trend. Oh yeah, NFTs is things. yeah, like the more recent kind of yeah. rise in popularity. The non fungible tokens. 
Are you familiar? Have you heard of the Clubhouse app? Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to try to get in it still. So if anyone has a link and wants to invite, oh me, yeah, I can send you. I can send you an invite. Actually, I have like all my invites still. How the hell did you do that? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'll send you an invite. Uh, yeah, but there's like so many like of of the rooms that I see are like I'm talking about still. NFTs. It's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, I'll send you the invite after this. Thank you. You're my hero. I've been <laughs> No problem. But yeah, there's you'll probably see like so many NFT rooms in Clubhouse. And then like I pop into any of them and it's weird cuz you see like famous people listening in on these like NFT talks, like like the DJ Diplo or like I think even Dead Mouse and stuff were in some of these rooms just like listening and the people talking about them kind of just seem like uh Either like they don't know what they're talking about, or they're just like trying to like scam people because it's like a hot new thing. Yeah, everyone wants to make yeah, all so the, the big money. Just seeing all right? those on Clubhouse kind of, yeah, seeing those on Clubhouse kind of left, uh, I guess, a sour impression of NFTs in general for me so far. Huh. Well, uh, you, you heard about that Jake Paul fight about a week or two ago, right? Where he knocked, yeah, yeah. knocked out the MMA guy in two minutes or whatever. Yeah, Ben Askren. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ben Askren. I think it was Ben Askren. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Immediately after, he went into an NFT room and did a talk or something. Like immediately after the win. Wow. I okay. Jake yeah. Paul did. Jake Jake Paul did. I I was listening to an after fight interview of him, and that's what he did. The first thing he did was went to a clubhouse and talked about an NFT. Wow. So, it had to have been, I, I don't know exactly what they talked about, but it had to have been like a promo of like a, him winning NFT or something. Had to have been. Uh, probably, yeah. There's, yeah. I, I, I watched a few like kind of uh, anti-scammer YouTubers too. And then like, I haven't really seen much talk on NFTs, but there's been like another kind of tangent to NFTs called BitClout that, some anti-scammer YouTubers have yeah, caught on to as yeah. well. Yeah, BitCloud, I heard about that, yeah. So. Yeah, it just, that's, yeah, that, that seems like even, that, that's like kind of the more more scammy thing than NFTs mm -hmm. in general, I think, from what I've seen, but yeah. Well, who's uh, that, there's that one artist, and he's selling his, uh, for like six to ten million or something, the one artist guy. And oh, Banksy? Maybe, that... I, I, I think I heard about something that Banksy was doing, but uh, also Grimes. Um, oh, like Elon uh, Musk's, Musk's wife. wife. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think the big headline when NFT started picking up initially was like she made six million dollars off one of her pieces or something like that. Okay, the one I was talking about was Beeple. Was the name of the guy? Oh, Beeple. Yeah, yeah, Sixty-nine yeah. million dollars for an NFT. Yeah. That's insane. I, I I haven't heard the name Beeple since like for like years yeah. because he used to make all these like free like music visualizer video kind of things. Yeah, that's crazy though. Imagine one NFT and you could retire. I know, right? My uh, my but... one friend out in Toronto, he's designing a um, a figurine type thing, it's pop style like. I, it's it's a little bit hard to explain. So he's trying to get all the rights from like DC and shit like that, and apparently each one's like fifty grand. So he's going really slow. But yeah. uh, I was trying to convince him everything he makes, he should do an NFT also of, because right now they're booming. 
you sell a couple yeah. of NFTs, it can pay for all of his copyright things he has to buy for all the Marvel and DC stuff. So true, true. Well, if, if they're popular, I guess. But yeah, but it, it could be. Do you need copyright permission to make an NFT of something? Uh, I I actually don't know like too much about the inner workings, but I know there is a few sites where you can literally just like. I think you need you need like the cryptocurrency Ethereum to like mm -hmm. uh, pay for. I think it's I don't know if they use the term gas fees for NFTs in particular, but you need some Ethereum to like. I think initially put it up there, and then you can set the bidding at that, uh, and then people bid on it. Um, I don't know much beyond blockchain. that. Heard of blockchain? Yeah, That's... yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the technology that all the crypto is based on. It's like the blockchain. Well, so you're really in on this. Are you like a cryptocurrency collector or do you have any NFTs I, yourself? I don't have any NFTs myself, but I do have like a very sarcastic claim to uh, fame with like crypto crazy returns. I essentially turned zero dollars into seven dollars. <laughs> nice. Yeah, because there was like a... Uh, 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 an app called Celsius where like you could transfer any of your crypto to it and then they'll pay you like weekly interest just to hold your crypto with them. And uh, as a bonus for signing up, they give you one of their like Celsius tokens for free, which was at the time worth 10 cents. So like I essentially spent nothing, just like made an account and they gave me a free token that was, that was worth 10 cents. And then I left it for like two years and that 10 cent token was, was then worth like six or seven US dollars. So I'm like, wow, I made mad gains. I could That's have like, good, I should yeah. have bought more tokens. <laughs> oh, Ten you cents. Could have been rich. Geez, Six dollars. Yeah. I work with a guy right now, and he, he kicks himself all the time because he was big on the uh, Bitcoin mining when it first came out. Oh, and nice. In his prime, he had yeah. four thousand Bitcoin. He claims he had four thousand Bitcoin, and he wow. spent it all on like whatever cheap stuff. Yeah. And he has two left now. He sells two Bitcoin though. That's still quite a bit of money. Yeah, Not four thousand, but yeah. He just he kicks himself, right? Because he could have retired. So yeah, like one of my ago. friends I think also was doing some mining. Uh, I don't know if it was on Bitcoin or Dogecoin, but he like lost the keys to his like miner or mm. or wallet or something. So he has like I think almost a the equivalent of like a hundred grand worth like locked away somewhere <laughs> that he can't access. Well, yeah. I heard a story about that. Some guy has like 20 million and he doesn't know his codes. And apparently, yeah, after like yeah. five guesses, it wipes it or something. I, I heard that too. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's kind of like the double edged sword of like those secure wallets. Cause like if you don't have the password, uh, you're, you're kind of risking everything that you're holding. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. I, uh, that would hurt me on the inside. Yeah. So, Follow me for tips and tricks if you want to turn $0 into $7. That's almost a <laughs> 7 million percent gain. I don't even know how much of a gain that would be. It's a 0 infinite... to 7? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that that's that's pretty much like uh, the coolest crypto story I have. <laughs> but I don't really know much about NFTs beyond they're based on the blockchain. It's something about like... Uh, like IP protection based on the blockchain 
and it runs on the Ethereum cryptocurrency. So, yeah. And it's big right now, so if you can get one, do it. Uh, yeah. Like, don't I, spend your life savings. But No, no. I think that's the main lesson is, like, if you don't really understand it, like, well enough to, like, decently explain it to somebody else, you probably shouldn't put your life savings into it. Yeah, I agree 100%. How... new topic here we go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just because that that topic was uh what's that called milking a dead cow beating a dead cow beating a dead horse beating... milking a dead cow is my new one we were just milking <laughs> a dead cow yeah so oh yeah that was that was a bonus topic that was, that was not scheduled i just my next topic i'll do one and you do one how about that do you have more no, no, I just had those two, <laughs> and we didn't even get to like your original two yet. Just, just your third yeah, one. We did, yeah, we did, didn't we? What were my original two? We talked about Ronnie from the Jersey Show. We didn't, did like we? One sentence of it. No, we we just mentioned it with one sentence, and All then right. mentioned like half a sentence about Kanye West. Okay, we're gonna power through those two right now. So first okay, off, let's do it. Kanye West, Kanye, Con Kanye. Kanye West Yeezys just yeah. sold for a record breaking $1.8 million. Apparently the shoes he wore to the Grammys um, were put up for an auction type thing at yeah. uh, So The Bees Auction House and they sold for $1.8 million for a used pair of shoes. You didn't see wow. who bought them, did you? No, I'm just looking at the picture of the shoes, and they look like they don't look that good. No, they, look, they look like <laughs> Nikes almost, but yeah, they look very worn out too. And I think I don't know, I don't know if like you're a Yeezys fan or if like anyone listening is a Yeezys fan, but I just think they're kind of like some of the ugliest shoes I've ever seen. Oh, apparently they were a prototype from 2008. Ah, so, wow. Uh... Yeah, buying a piece of history right there, kind of. I guess so. Yeah, there are like I think there I think there is quite a big community of like sneaker enthusiasts out there who pay quite good money to get these things. Indeed. And now I think actually like uh not exactly Yeezys, but on the same note, my uh my cousin was uh dating some dude who was like super into shoes and then like for for the anniversary or something she said she lined up outside some store to like get these like special edition nikes for like 350 dollars in his size because they only release like one pair per size or something that's crazy and so uh, you like legit had people lining up to buy shoes i uh I, there's this guy little house phone on um the internet i guess he's a rapper he owns high roller clothing but he collects shoes and this guy like flips them like buys them for two thousand dollars in four years he can sell them for eight thousand dollars like he buys and wow. sells shoes to like an insane amount of money it's, it's crazy what people actually spend money on and it's cool it's cool but it's crazy yeah i guess there's there's always a market all right, here we go now. All you Jersey Shore fans or MTV fans or whatever you want to do, Ronald J. 
Ortiz, Margot Jr. What? That's his real name? Ronald J. Ortiz, Margot Jr.? He's Italian. He's Italian. I don't know if that's offensive. <laughs> Wait, is Ortiz is Ortiz Italian? I don't know. It's, it's Jersey Shore, aren't they all Italian? I, I I don't know. It's like Jersey though, so it's kind of like like we enjoy the bit. Wannabe Italian, yeah. Let me find out. Ortiz last name name origin right there. So Ortiz is a Spanish. Yeah, I was gonna say it kind of doesn't. It, it sounds more Spanish than, but right. okay. Well, I was very wrong, and um, so he was arrested for a domestic violence allegation, and he's out on a one hundred thousand dollar bail. You ever watch Jersey Shore? I I used to watch. I think like maybe the original season, uh, but not even the full thing, and not for very long because it was not my taste. But I know about it. <laughs> I used to love it. I watched it as a kid, I guess. And then uh, I was living in Toronto when the reboot came on, the family vacation one. And I was watching the reboot pretty consistently. And then when I moved back here, I just dropped it, never touched it again. There's a lot of those yeah. guys in prison now, actually. Like uh, I, I... Mike, the situation. He's in jail, I believe, for tax evasion. Oh, wow. Mm, so. I guess he didn't want to disclose his situation to the government. <laughs> That's a banger. We need one of those sound boards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, actually, uh, DJ Polly D, I think, came to Edmonton for a show quite a few years ago. Yeah, and my brother actually went. Uh, and my brother and I were getting into DJing at the time. So, like, we knew, I guess, a little bit about it. And he was... <laughs> He was just talking about like how bad of a DJ Polly D actually was, and yeah, it was. <laughs> it's affording all yeah. his Ferraris though, so whatever he's doing, he's got to keep doing it. Uh, yeah, I guess so. And probably like, because if you have like celebrity status, people probably don't really care how good of a DJ you are. They're probably just like there to see you. So <sighs> he's probably just drunk out of his mind or something. Yeah, well, he's still like... getting paid. I believe he is the most successful money-wise from the original Jersey Shore. And then okay. um, Snooki actually has a new show on MTV. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, let me find the name of it. Before I'll probably I not. It. It's... Okay, so her new show is called How Far Is Tattoo Far? So What? <laughs> two friends or people in a relationship or whatever pick yeah. out tattoos for each other oh, okay and this show i i was on their um instagram or facebook or whatever just watching clips because this show is hilarious there's this one girl who had a picture of her like dressed like a stripper taking a shit on the guy and it said you're dumped that's how she broke up with him by tattooing you're dumped on him wow and like oh, there's just this some of these are cute and adorable. Like there was a little Australian guy and his girlfriend got a tattoo of his like recently passed dog and it's adorable. And then yeah. there's this other girl who got her baby daddy tattooed with like a demon coming out of his pants that said demon oh. semen. Cause uh, wow. she's not happy that he's the baby daddy, I guess. And just some of these are so aggressive. And some of these are like, one was 
little girl found out that her friend had uh, relations with her boyfriend. So she tattooed on her friend, guess what? I fucked your man too. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, some of them are good. Some of them are, are. If you ever have 10 minutes to kill on the shitter, I recommend going on how far is tattooed far. <laughs> are, are these just like YouTube clips or what? Um, uh, yeah, I was just watching it on Facebook Watch, I believe. But uh, oh, okay, okay. It's it's a full out TV show featuring wow. Nic- Nicole Pelusia or whatever. So Snooky. Yeah, Snooky. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm just looking at their their net worth. Yeah, you're right. DJ Pauly D net worth twenty million as number one. Then Snooky is number two, way down at four million. That's quite a gap. Is Mike in the negatives? He's got to be in the negatives. <laughs> Okay, Jenny JWoww with four million as well. Vinny Vinny Guadagnino with three million. Ronnie Ortiz Magro with three million. Sammy Sweetheart two million. Where is oh Mike the Situation's number nine three hundred thousand? <laughs> wow, it's kind of. I feel like if you're a celebrity and your net worth is under a million, that's almost kind of like an embarrassment. He's in jail. He had to pay everything to the government. I, I bet you in the States they give you a pretty nasty fine if you don't pay taxes. Uh, probably. Wow, it said he earned 150 grand per episode on Jersey Shore. Uh, but his net worth is now only two episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah, his net worth. Yeah, his net worth is down to 300K thanks to the drama with his taxes. Wow. Pay your taxes, kids. Or adults, yeah. I guess. Cause don't don't, don't cheat taxes. the IRS. Don't cheat the CRA because they'll mm-hmm. find you and mess up your day. Mm-hmm. Same same to OnlyFans, girls. You know, you got to be careful. You're going to get audited one day. Yeah, it's, I think with uh, crypto, too, people have to like be careful with their taxes because uh, whenever you convert it back to cash, you can track that. Makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting situation though. Uh, like my one of my friends is like really big into poker, um, to the point where like I think his one of his bank accounts got frozen just because of like I guess however he was like dealing with the cash in his bank. So he's since moved everything to crypto. <laughs> so I'm not sure how how that's working out for him, but kind of an interesting decision. Is your friend American or Canadian? He's Canadian. He's Canadian. I thought yeah. I thought um, gambling winnings weren't taxed in Canada, so I'm not sure actually how the tax situation works because I've I've had two friends who kind of like did like way better than most gamblers do. One with blackjack, one with poker. So I'm not sure like, but it sounds like neither of them um, had good experiences with their bank. So I'm not sure. I. Uh... I play a free app of poker on my phone because I don't want to spend money on it. But uh, yeah, I do know in Canada, if you win the lottery, it's considered a one-time gift, so you don't pay taxes on it. Or in the States, you uh, have to pay a lot of taxes. Yeah, the States lotto jackpots are like also way bigger than ours. Though, they right? are. $900 million jackpots, ours are like 50. Yeah, only 50 million. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> and. <laughs> Think how screwed you are by states, because like California, I think it's like thirty percent taxes, and then like Texas, it's like eight or something. Like, there's such a huge variety there. 
Yeah, I know. I wonder, like, if if you were to win the lottery, uh, in the states, I wonder if you can just like quickly shift your place of residence to like a lower tax state before you claim it or something. Is that tax evasion? Uh, you're, you're still literally paying evading tax. taxes. <laughs> you're evading the full tax. You're still paying yes. tax though. Swiss yeah, bank I don't know. accounts. That's what we all need. It's a Swiss bank account. Yeah, I think that's the or or what's it called? Uh, Panama, like the Panama Papers kind of thing. I think they got a zero percent tax rate somewhere around there. Fuck it, just buy gold on the black market and smelt it into coins when you need it. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> it's probably a horrible idea. Nobody listen to that. <laughs> oh, there, there's somebody listening right now who's like about to smelt their gold. They're like, oh, come on, make up your mind. <laughs> God. I was actually speaking of smelting somehow. There's a new documentary on Netflix. No, on Amazon Prime. It's from 2011. Um, but a lot of the footage is from 2001. This is gonna be super off topic here. This is my problem. <laughs> but it is the first successful submarine to have sunk an enemy ship in battle, and it's this 1860s Confederate submarine from the Civil War. What? Yeah. So these guys built the submarine. It was the third attempt. First two crews died. Sorry, <laughs> I gave you the finger X. So. So yeah. Third attempt, first two uh, sank, everyone died. Third attempt, it's a sketchy submarine. It's got a like, harpoon on the front with a 90-pound explosive. So they ram it into this boat, and as they back up, it blows up, takes out this like big British battleship, right? It actually sinks it. And the craziest thing, they never made it back. Spoiler alert. They, they also sunk yeah. somehow. That's what the whole documentary is trying to figure out what sunk them, which I, I haven't right. finished yet. So that's a secret for me. But this submarine, it's uh, man powered. So like, there's a bunch of guys sitting there with like this crank wow. and there there's eight guys spinning this crank while one guy steers and they got like this sketchy little ballast tank that you got to like pump out. Like it's completely a man powered submarine that sunk a British battleship. Wow. It's, yeah, it's called the, the Huntley. The USS Huntley or Huntley or something like that. And yeah. Wow, I've never heard about a man-powered submarine. I didn't think something would be possible. Yeah, it's the it's the first credited wartime kill of a submarine. Huh. It's cool. It's super cool. Uh, and then wait, did I, I was like expecting there to be some element of gold smelting in the story? Oh, <laughs> there, there is a. <laughs> Well, there is smelting in the story. So okay. I'm at a part in the documentary where they're trying to figure out what caused the ship to sink. Yeah. So they're going back and they're figuring out error correct metals and they're smelting a submarine to test for ballistics. So, but they're doing it all error correct with the error correct materials they would have. And they're literally smelting with 1860s technology their own submarine. Wow, that's that's the short little connection I needed to make that statement. That's pretty cool, though. I I wait. So this, if this was uh, a submarine owned by the Confederates, that 
I'm assuming this kill happened like somewhere off the coast of like I don't know Florida or something maybe. Carolina maybe. Carolina. Is that okay. on the ocean? I think it's on the ocean. Uh, maybe just somewhere on the east coast of the U.S. at least. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Pretty good. Maybe close enough to the Bermuda Triangle. Illuminati confirmed. Yep. But it uh it was uh sank in eighteen sixty and the wreck was discovered in ninety-nine or oh one, so it was under wow. the water for a hundred plus years. Damn. Cool. Okay, yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah, because I only had those two topics for today and I think you had three or four as well. And we had some bonus topics, so I think we've hit quite a few quite a few angles, quite a few areas. Yeah. So Let's give a shout out to everyone. Uh, shout out Dave for editing this for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Just yeah. like, let's give a shout out to everyone. Uh, who, who, who is everyone? <laughs> Dave. <laughs> but uh, aside from that, like, subscribe. I'd like to thank my mom, my, my, my mom. grandma. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, mommy. Um, yeah, yeah, but like, subscribe, give us five stars on any platform that lets you give us five stars. If it lets us, if you can give us ten, give us ten. I don't know. Is every give us platform all the stars five? you can give us. Yeah, I'm pretty likes, sure it's every platform is five. You gotta like us. You gotta subscribe. You gotta share with your friends. That's the most important. You gotta click that subscribe. Turn on the bell. You gotta hit the bell so you get notifications. And then you gotta yeah. tell all your friends to also subscribe and to also hit the bell and then it's a never ending cycle. Yeah. And then uh you know and then um if you if you bring on board more of your friends to do the same you'll get a kickback of subscriptions. Uh but we'll also get more kickback of subscriptions mm -hmm. cuz we're at the top of the subscription pyramid. And once we hit 1000 subscribers, expect a giveaway. Are we doing a giveaway? Thousand subscribers <laughs> for a thousand subscribers, we better have a giveaway. I don't care if it's like a sticker, yeah, an, an autographed something. Well, well, if you we'll we give get you a, a life size cardboard cutout of of Davis autographed by all three of us. Done. Thousand subscribers. That's what's happening. Hundred percent. Okay. All right. Done. Dallas drifts on all social media. D a l l a s d r i f Yes, like it's like drift cars. So like me on all that stuff too. Sweet, I'll have to follow you. And I'm beat on bits on all social media, B D O N B I T S, because my name is Brandon, beat on for short, and bits because computer stuff. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's it. <laughs>